Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pena, and I'm bringing you today's word for August 3rd, 2021. I'm teaching a series entitled Destiny's Child. You are not a mistake. I want you to know that. I want you to know that you are fearfully and wonderfully made, that God sent you to this planet when he did and where he did because of why he did, that he has a, an eternal purpose for you, and your job is to find it, follow it, and finish it to discover it, develop in it, and deploy into it to become the man, the woman that God has called you to be for such a time as this. You don't ever have to worry about being anybody else. You don't ever have to be jealous of anyone else because when you're jealous of someone else, you're devaluing who God made you to be. You you don't have what they have. God didn't put on, on you what he put on them, but guess what? God didn't put on them what he put on you. And so you are unique. You, you have an assignment. God has called you. He has graced you for such a time as this. Give yourself over to God to be who it is that God has called you to be. Be comfortable in your own skin. You are destined for such a time as this. That's it. Uh, we were looking first at Jeremiah yesterday. We looked at Ephesians chapter two, verses eight through 10. Uh, today, I want us to actually, I was led to go back to Ephesians chapter two, but we're going to look at verses one through 10. The title of today's message is, this is one of those foundational doctrine type teachings, uh, but it's really important. I'm teaching about destiny, but it's hard for you to understand destiny if you don't understand salvation. So the title of today's message is, salvation by grace. I'm going to talk about salvation today. I'm going to talk about eternal life today. Salvation by grace. In this passage, Ephesians 1, uh, Ephesians 2, verses 1 through 10, there's two things I wanted to highlight. One, that you're saved by God's unearned grace, and that, number two, you're not saved to sit, you're saved to serve. There's some, there's certain things that God pre-planned for you to do while you're in the earth. And so today, I'm not going to get to number two. I'm just dealing with number one. But today we'll deal, I mean, tomorrow we'll come back and we'll deal with number two. So let's get into it for today. Salvation by grace. Let's talk about eternal life today. Ephesians chapter two, verses one through 10 from the easy to read version. The Bible says, in the past, you were spiritually dead because of your sins and the things that you did against God. Yes, in the past, your lives were full of those sins. You live the way that the world lives, following the ruler of the evil powers that is above the earth. And this is the same spirit that is now working in the hearts of those who refuse to obey God. Uh, in the past, we all lived like that, <laughs> trying to please our sinful selves. We did all the things that our bodies and our minds wanted. Like everyone else in the world, we deserve to suffer God's anger because of the way that we were. But God is rich in mercy and he loved us very much. So while we were spiritually dead because of all the things that we did against him, God gave us new life together with Christ. You have been saved by God's grace. Yes, it is because we are part of Christ Jesus that God raised us from death and seated us with him in heavenly places right now. God did this to show us his kindness, to show us that we belong to Christ Jesus and to show us even from now to the, to the end of time, the amazing richness of his grace. Verse eight, I mean that you have been saved by grace because you believe. Now, you did not save yourselves. It is a gift from God. You are not saved by the things you have done. Look at me. You cannot be saved by works. You are not saved by the things you've done. So there's nothing to boast about. 
God made us what we are. In Christ Jesus, God made us new people so that we would spend the rest of our lives doing the good things that he already had planned, pre-planned, before ordained for us to do. We are destiny's child. We are not a mistake. There's some things that we are assigned that we're supposed to do while we're on the planet. Say amen to that. But before I get to that, I got to talk about salvation. So what does this mean for you today? Uh, Really, what I'm going to drive home is that you are saved by the grace of God. It's not about anything that you can do. You are saved by the grace of God. Everything that was related to your salvation, to eternal life, was done by God. Let's exalt God today. What I'm going to do is instead of giving you like one or two major points with a bunch of sub points, I just have nine quick things to share with you this morning. I'm going to run through these nine, open up your heart to receive. This is where I need you to rid your heart and your mind of all distractions. Nine things. Number one, here we go. You ready? Let's go. Number one, Paul teaches us that every human, every human on the planet was born dead in our trespasses and sins. We were dead men walking. We were dead men walking, right? We were born with a sinful nature because of Adam. Now, we were born after the first man, Adam, but we were born again after Jesus. So we were born with the nature of Adam. We were born sinners. Now, we were not sinners because we sinned. We were sinners because we were born that way. Look at me. You were born a sinner. Now, you were even before you ever did anything wrong, you were born a sinner. You were born with a sinful nature. Have you ever seen a baby say yes first? Think about it. Have you ever seen a baby say yes first? No. Baby says no. Do you have to teach a baby to lie? Do you, do you have to teach a little kid to lie? They break something. What happened? Was that you? Mm-mm, wasn't me. No, you were born that way. You were born with a sinful nature. So you were not a sinner because you sinned. You were a sinner because you were born that way. And the only way to change your state, to change your nature, is to be born again. <laughs> Say amen to that. So you, you, your, your actions did not make you a sinner. Your state, you were born that way, made you a sinner. So since bad works couldn't make you a sinner, good works couldn't make you saved. You have to be born again. You were born one way. You have to be born again another way. Say amen to that. All right, number two. Every human on the planet... Um, has lived to, as Paul says, please our sinful selves, right? He says, Paul said that we did all these things. We did all the things that our bodies wanted, that our minds wanted. Like everyone else, we deserve to suffer God's anger. We deserve to suffer God's anger because of the way that we were. We were born sinners. We practiced sin. I know that I'm talking about something that a lot of people don't talk about today, which is sin, repentance. Yeah, I'm going to talk about it because it's in the Bible and it's still the gospel. And so listen, Yes, we deserve punishment. You and I, don't act like you didn't. You deserve punishment. I deserve punishment. We deserve punishment. We were born sinners and we practiced sin and we earned God's anger. We earned it. We worked for it. If God gave us what we deserve, we would all be men and women most miserable. But God, the Bible says, who is rich in mercy, chose us, chose to to bless us instead of curse us, right? So what happened? He, He is rich. He gave us grace and mercy. He gave us mercy. What is mercy? Mercy is God not giving you, withholding the punishment that you deserve. You earned it. You worked for it. You sinned for it. God should have, but God said, no, I'm going to give him mercy. Let me withhold the punishment that he deserves. Let me withhold the punishment that she deserves. And then instead of not just giving us mercy, God gave us grace. What is God? What is grace? Grace is then then in turn, God giving us the blessing that we do not deserve. So God withheld the, the punishment that we did deserve. And then God gave us the blessing that we did not deserve. God gave us mercy and God gave us grace, even though we deserve something else. See, number number three, while we were born in sin, the Bible tells us that our Heavenly Father was rich in mercy. 
He was motivated by love, love only. While we were yet sinners, Jesus died for us. He sent his son, Jesus, to take our place. He sent his son, Jesus, to die for us while we were yet sinners, while we were not thinking about him at all. And Jesus, instead of thinking of his own well-being, Jesus paid a debt that we could not pay for a price that he did not owe. I mean, this was not his his thing. He, He didn't do anything wrong. And he came to pay the debt anyway. He did this by grace. Jesus took on our sin. Watch this. Jesus was righteous. He was the only man who was ever pure, the only man that never sinned. And he put down his righteousness and took our sin so that we could put down our sin and take his righteousness. He traded places with us. It's the great exchange. He, God put our sin on Jesus and God puts Jesus's righteousness on us. And so now you and I are righteous. I say I am righteous. You are righteous. You are righteous right now, not because of what you do. You are righteous right now, not because of what you fail to do. You are only righteous because of what Jesus did. That's it. We are righteous because of Jesus. That's it. No, you, Your works can never make you righteous. Your faith in Jesus is what makes you righteous. You accept the righteousness that, Je- that the Father provides to you through his son. Say amen to that. Number four, Jesus paid the ultimate price. And all that was left for us, once Jesus paid the price for sin, All that's left for us to do is to repent. Repent means change. Go in a different direction. Repent from our sin and accept Jesus as Lord. I know the word, I know a lot of people don't like to talk about sin today, don't like to talk about repentance, but it's the gospel. Listen, you have to turn from your wicked ways. You have to turn from sin, repent, accept Jesus as Lord. And then now what do you do? You accept the gift. You accept the gift of Jesus. The the price has already been paid. The father gave you his son as a sacrifice. The son gave you his life as a sacrifice, as a payment for your sin. So everything has already been paid. The Holy Spirit now gives you his commitment. As soon as you accept Jesus as Lord, the Holy Spirit comes in. and He will never leave you, never forsake you, never turn his back on you. And once you're born again, you have a new nature. So once you're born again, you accept Jesus as Lord, the Holy Spirit comes in. It is no longer your nature to sin. It is no longer your nature to sin. It is your nature to be righteous, to live righteously, that you're supposed to be holy because our God is holy. Yet, Yes, holiness is still the requirement. So we're delivered from the power of sin. We're delivered from the sting of death. I'm not afraid of dying because I've done all the dying I'm going to do. I'm already dead. Uh, to, to my humanity and I'm alive. So when I when I take off this earth suit, the, the suit, just like I take off a regular suit, I take off a suit jacket, the, the jacket falls to the ground. One day I'm going to walk out of this earth suit. And when I walk out, the earth suit is going to fall to the ground like the jacket, right? But I'm still going to be alive. I'm going to live forever with Jesus, right? So now I'm not afraid of going to hell. I'm not afraid of dying. I'm, I'm good. I'm born again. Now I'm going to spend the rest of my life, Ephesians 2 and 10 says, doing the good works that God before ordained. He planned for me to do. I'm going to deal with that tomorrow. Number five, God did all the work in salvation. God did everything in salvation. So he did it. He, he paid for, for your sin. He withheld his punishment. He extended his grace. He is rich in mercy. He sent his son. He sends his spirit. He does all. You don't do nothing. You have nothing to boast about. All you could do with a gift is receive it. Okay, I want to accept Jesus as Lord. That's it. All you do is receive it. So the Paul, the Bible says in Ephesians 2 and 9, you have nothing to boast about. It's not about works because if it were about works, then you would have something to boast about. It's not about, you, you can boast of, in nothing. God did everything. I, I'm, I'm saved because of Jesus, not because of me. It's a gift. All you could do with a gift is receive it. Number six, let me say it this way. Let's say that a man is drowning in the ocean. And he calls out for help. And a lifeguard runs in 
and saves the man from death and pulls the man out. Now, does the man have anything to boast about? Of course not. The man didn't do anything. All the man did was call out. And that's all you did. You called out. They that call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. The lifeguard did all the work. Jesus did all the work. The Father does all the work. The Holy Spirit does all the work. You do nothing. All you do is accept Jesus as Lord. All the work has already been done. Jesus already paid it. He paid it all. If somebody right now is not born again and they accept Jesus as Lord, it's not like God is coming from heaven to do anything. It's already done. It's already been paid. All they do today is accept the free gift of eternal life through Christ Jesus and the blood of Jesus. Say amen to that. Salvation has already been attained. It's offered to all men as a free gift. It's, it's offered to everyone everywhere. Anybody anywhere can accept Jesus right now as Lord and accept the gift of eternal life. Salvation, number seven, is a free gift. It was paid for in full by Christ Jesus. Now, you cannot work for a gift. All you could do with the gift is receive it. Romans 11 and 6 says, listen, grace is a gift. If you try to work for grace, then grace is no longer grace. If you try to work for a gift, then the gift is no longer a gift. If I give you a gift, but then you try to work for it, you're trying to make my gift payment. You're trying to convert my gift into a payment because if you're working for it, then my gift is no longer a gift. My gift becomes a payment. And so, so God is saying, no, I, you're saved by grace, not by works, because if it were by works, then it would be payment. If, if you were trying to work for eternal life, if you were trying to work to get to heaven, then I would be paying you, hey, okay, here's the payment for the work that you did. Here's eternal life. God is saying, no, you can't earn it. Eternal life is too big. You could never work for it. You could never earn it. You could never deserve it. It's grace. It's all you could do with the gift is accept it, is receive it. So it's the finished work of Jesus. Your works can't make you saved. Now, we're going to see tomorrow that I don't work for grace, but I work by grace. Now, once you're born again, doggone it, with the Holy Ghost, you should work harder than you've ever worked in your life. But you're not working to try to earn anything. You're not working to be saved. You're working because you're saved. And there's a huge difference there. Number eight. Everything that we are, look at me, everything you are, everything I am, we owe it to the grace of God. Everything. Even after salvation. You say, oh, Brother Pena, I worked hard. I did this. No, even that is the grace of God. That's 1 Corinthians 15 and 10. Don't tell me, oh, oh, hey, he says you look good. You lost a lot of weight. To God be the glory. Well, not to God be the glory. I was the one in the gym. I did this. I did, yeah, yeah, still, but that was still the grace of God. Anything that you are, it's the grace of God. You need to acknowledge the grace of God. Everything we are, we owe to the hand of God, to the grace of God, to the goodness of God towards us. Without him, we could do nothing. Our lives is not about us. I am not a motivational speaker. I'm not going to tell you the power of you. Say, I, I can't. No, I can do nothing. Apart from him, I can do nothing. Now, in him, I can do all things. So I'm giving God the glory. Say amen to that. And number nine, as I close, if it were not for the grace of God, we would be undeniably lost and we would be lost forever. We could never earn salvation. Our works would never be good enough. All of our righteousness, the Bible says, is as filthy rags. We could never save ourselves. We are saved by God's unearned grace. I know that this series is about destiny. Now you might be saying, well, Rick, I thought you're talking about destiny. I'm t I thought you, you, you were talking about the fact that God made plans for us from the foundations of the world. Yeah, I got it. I'm gonna talk about that tomorrow. But if you don't understand that the first step towards your destiny is repentance, repenting from sin, accepting Jesus as Lord, then you can never get to your destiny. The very first step is I repent from me and the life that I was living and whoever I became on my own without God. And now I'm walking towards God and I want my feet to be bound to the path that God established for me from the foundations of the world. 
So now that I'm born again, yes, now I can become the man, the woman that God called me to be for such a time as this. The, we're going to see tomorrow that the Bible says in Ephesians 2 and 10 that God saved us by grace so that we could spend the rest of our lives doing, the Bible says, doing the good things or the good works that he had already planned for us to do. There are some things that we're supposed to do. We're going to talk about that tomorrow. But for today, I want you to know that Jesus is Lord. And if he's not the Lord of your life, repent of sin, accept Jesus as Lord today. Say amen to that. All right, let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. I know, I know, I know. I'm talking about stuff that people don't like to talk about today. No, I, I have to preach the gospel. I'm not going to water it down. Sin is still sin. Hell is still real. The devil is still real. People are still going to hell. We need to talk about it. We need to talk about eternal life through Christ Jesus. Say amen to that. All right, say this. Declare this over your life. Say, Father, this is a season of leveling up for me. I level up because of your amazing grace. Thank you, Father, for blessing me far beyond what I deserve. I will never cease to give you praise for Jesus. The most important event of my life was the day I repented of sin and accepted Jesus as Lord. Every other day pales in comparison. I am eternally thankful that you saved me, covered me with the blood of Jesus, washed me from sin, filled me with your spirit, called me according to your purpose, and now use me every day for your glory. Outside of you, I am nothing. But in you, I can do all things. By your grace, nothing is impossible. Therefore, greater is coming for me. I declare this by faith. In Jesus' name, amen. This is today's word. Please, please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages and you want my notes for free, go to todaysword.org. There's a big red subscribe button at the top right. Click on it, put in your email address. You're going to get my notes in your email inbox every day for free. Now, this is a message. Now, first of all, do me a favor. Leave me some comments in the chat if this message was a blessing to you. And this is a message you need to share. If you never shared a message from me before, share this one. This is a message you need to share. People need to hear that Jesus died for them, that, that God is rich in mercy. But we need to repent of sin and accept Jesus as Lord. We are saved by God's amazing and unearned grace. I love you. God loves you more. I'll see you tomorrow morning. God bless you.